welcome back. It's really nice to be here. Um, I want to welcome today's guest, Mariana. She is an intuitive reader. She is also a friend. She's really beautiful. She's on Instagram, but I will give you all of her details at the end of the podcast. But I just really wanted to bring her on to chat today because she's just a really beautiful person and she's got a beautiful heart and she's got a lot to share and a lot of gifts to give to this world, which I I look forward to continuing to watch her do. So hi, welcome. Hi. Um, okay. So introduce yourself to us. Tell us about you. What's, what's, what's your story? What's going on here? <laughs> okay. Yeah. First, thank you so much for having me. This is, I'd love to. It, I'm equally excited as I am terrified, but. Um, totally normal. <laughs> totally normal. I'm a terrifying person. Yeah. I can't tell. <laughs> no. Um, yes. Okay. So my name is Mariana. I am 26 years old. I am an intuitive reader. I, um, uh, what can I say about myself? Oh, don't worry. This is always people like, I'll ask them really in-depth questions about like, you know, the intimate, the intricacies of life and they'll answer so seamlessly. But as soon as you ask someone to introduce themselves, myself included. Yeah. Like, who are you? (laughs) Who who even am I? It's like an existential cries. Um, so how did you get into being an intuitive reader? Because, you know, as we were chatting before you were telling me, this is relatively, not new to you because I'm sure that spirit has been something, spirit is always something that's in every one of us, you know, and that's something that we can't Mm -hmm. escape. But how did your journey start with spirit? Like going back to when you were young, going back to now, how did it start? Tell us. Yeah. So I guess I've always had an interest with, um, spirituality, but I didn't really get into it until very recently. Like, for example, I bought my first tarot deck when I was like 12. Um, but then I didn't really get into it. And I think Part of why is that I um, I got into secondary school and it was a Catholic school and I remember like it was like my first real like interaction with um, a religion because my family is Catholic but they're not really like you know devoted um, in school I really and I really got interested in like the whole thing like reading the Bible and stuff and I was like this is it like this is what religion is and and if this is true then why are you not like to my family why are you not following it you know um and being there um I remember like in some part of the Bible it says like God basically like hates people that do like divination and stuff like that and I remember I completely I did not throw the tarot away but I hid it I like kept it in a little box. And to this day, I actually still have it. I found it years later. So I still have that little first tarot that I bought. Anyway, so I, after I got to, uh, yeah, after I started like Catholic school and stuff, I then started noticing lots of stuff that I didn't like. And I completely like disconnected from religion and from anything that had to do with spirituality. I was like, I went to the whole other uh, side of the spectrum and I was like, Yeah, I didn't say I was an atheist, but I did say often that I was an agnostic. So I I, um, constantly said, like, I don't have a way of knowing if God exists, but I don't have a way of knowing if he doesn't. So I just, I was like, yeah. Yeah, taking each day as it comes. um, Exactly. I guess it wasn't until 2018, no, 2017 was like, a huge tower moment for me. It was a huge crisis um, in regards to like mental health. I had a huge, almost like psychotic break, manic episode um, after 
dealing with lots of depression and anxiety. Um, and so it wasn't after that crisis that I picked up the tarot again, because I was going through this period where I was just trying to make sense of everything that had happened to me with that crisis. And um, yeah, it was just this uh, whole year after the crisis where I was just in this like limbo where uh, I had no idea what had happened, who I was, anything. It was like I was completely, I was completely like reset. It was a breakdown and a breakthrough as well. Mm. And it wasn't until after that crisis that I picked up my tarot deck again and just reading for myself and reading, um, looking at readers. I would look at, you know, YouTube videos with people reading for each sign. Um, I would read about it. um, And it wasn't until I think around Christmas 2018 when I started the page and I did it very like secretly. I didn't tell any of my friends. Um, I almost, I like English is my second language, but I started it in English because I almost kind of like created uh, an alter ego yeah, where I was, you know, I love it. <laughs> this tarot reader online that no one knew. And then, yeah, with time I started offering readings and, that's when I started like really getting into all this stuff. So I'm really like, like you said, I'm, I'm quite new to this. I'm still like, in this lifetime. not only new to like spirituality, but it's almost like it was such a, an impactful event in my life, that crisis that it's almost like I completely restarted my life. Like I'm just starting to get to know myself again after that, you know? Mm. So it's almost like I was born again <laughs> in 20. 18, you know, so I'm just like starting to get to know myself. And it's really like, um, it's very admirable of you to be able to talk about it like that, because it's something that I'm sure was very, very traumatic. With those tower moments, do you feel like there were little moments or do you feel like that just came in to be that reset for you? Like I said, like a spiritual awakening. I, I feel like it was like this little snowball that just kept rolling and becoming bigger and bigger and bigger with my, mostly with my anxiety because, um, and like we were talking before we recorded, now I'm starting to connect the dots about how much of my anxiety is really um, me being very sensitive and how much of it is really like, you know, narratives and fears and stuff like that. But um the whole thing about like me going through depression when I was younger was really this little ball that just kept, it was my social anxiety that kept me so like, um, it completely like paralyzed me and isolated me from everyone. So like it turned into depression, it turned into this very deep depression that then because of, and I, I don't even know like why it happened, but it suddenly from going, um, like this, yeah, like this anxiety and depression kept building up until this huge tower moment kind of shocked me out of it. It shocked me out of this depression and this like, oh man, I was just like completely like constricted and like I couldn't live my life. I wasn't living my life, you know? So I do feel that it, it's a mix of like, it was a huge tower moment that was meant to like, almost like spirit was like, wake up, you know, like you need to like snap out of it. Um, but also it was all the anxiety and stuff with my mental health that I neglected and that I, I always wanted to do everything by myself. I, I was also, because I was very 
high functioning, like although I had social anxiety and like very severe anxiety, I still managed to do everything that I was meant to do. Yeah, I did good at school. I, I even like I was at the school, I, I was in the school band. So I would have like live presentations and stuff like that. But all the time while going through a huge panic attack. Like, I remember um, telling my friends about it. Like, I, I just get very nervous. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, don't worry. Like, we're all nervous. This is normal. And then I remember once I started, like, um, I told a friend, like, no, the thing is, like, I'll get dizzy. Like, I'll feel the space closing in on me. I'll, I'll like, completely blank out. I will, uh, I can't breathe. And, like, all these symptoms that were, like, a huge panic attack that I just endured just thinking about this like how uh, and I guess more like on these times like we all experience some level of anxiety um, we're all constantly with especially now with like our phones and stuff we're constantly mm-hmm. separated from our bodies we're constantly just in our heads and so that obviously causes lots of anxiety but yeah there's this very huge difference between just like having mild anxiety um what I had was so paralyzing and it was terrifying. It was like, oh my God, it like took hold of all my body. You know, I was like, my body started contracting and I still like go through this constantly. Like me talking to you right now, this is like a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> that Thank I you can for being here even more then. <laughs> <laughs> no, really like me just having a chat on a Zoom call was like the end of the world for me. It was like, I would completely blank out. I would completely like dissociate and step outside of my body. I would be like, yeah. oh no. So the fact that I've, I've gotten to this point and, I, and a lot of it, I think spirituality has really helped me a lot to get to this point. Um, yeah, that's what um, I was going to next ask. What, what in spirituality, what spiritual practices have helped you? So I think that a lot of being in this like spiritual journey, healing journey is self-discovery and self-awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of uh, what has helped me is just identifying like where are all these narratives coming from? Where is this fear coming from? Finding the root cause of lots of my fears and lots of my uh, patterns and just being able to become aware of that is so helpful and is so like, it, it helps you like to disidentify from it. I was so, that's the thing. I was so like identified with my mental health issues and my anxiety and my fear. Like this was me, you know? So, and that's also why I'm just now starting to get, um, know myself better is who am I outside of this fear? Who am I outside of this? uh anxiety and depression you know like that was my personality i was like i even felt my coping mechanism was like making jokes about it and making jokes about how depressed i was and how anxious i was and even with friends who were also anxious and also struggling with mental health we joke about it and bond over it and so all my life was you know around this mental health and so just now which by the way like if my friends many of my friends now watching me like what I'm doing and my page and stuff like that. They're like, who is she? Like, who is this? <laughs> but yeah. Who's this confident um, person? I guess, 
yeah, no, and yeah, I think that's how spirituality has helped me in getting to know myself better outside of what I identified with, with my, um, my mental health. In this. like identifying those narratives, what has been like your best tools to do that? What narratives have you uncovered? And do you specifically look to find the root of narratives? Like how do you do that? Do you look more in this life? Do you look more in past lives, childhood? What, what goes down there? I guess I have focused more on like inner child healing, childhood, although I don't think you necessarily need to get like to the root cause of everything. It's more about like identifying the narrative. It's there. I have these thoughts. I have this thought patterns and rewriting them. Right. So like, I didn't know I was able to do that. Like I could identify, like I I'm constantly thinking about myself this way or about my life this way. I have the power to change that and like to change my perspective. Uh, reading a lot about inner child and like, um, you know, mother wounds, father wounds, stuff like that has really helped me to identify those narratives in the first place. And then, um, yeah, I don't, I, I haven't really focused on like one specific topic mm-hmm. or healing modality, I guess. Um, but yeah, I guess inner child healing has been really helpful. It's really helpful to go find the root in some causes, but I don't think it's really necessary to heal. It's more like becoming self-aware of what's going on in your mind constantly. How are you describing what happens to you? How do you label yourself? What do you think about yourself? What do you think about your life? Like identifying those, because they're so like just automatic. You you Sneaky. sneaky yes. yeah <laughs> and and it's that's what identification is right like you you think that's you it's i am all these thoughts this is all true and it's learning to be the observer and not like uh becoming those thoughts is what's important and it's what gives you the freedom of like okay so um if i can observe these thoughts then who is the person observing them that's me right so I'm not the thoughts I'm not the narrative that's going on in my head I'm the observer I have the like uh power to change that you know yeah and I think that's what anxiety is um a disidentification and a kind of separation a division you know from your own power because if you know that you can handle everything coming at you then you don't worry about what's coming at you. You don't stress about it. You know you can handle it. But the majority of us do not feel prepared or like we feel completely disconnected from our power. And I also think that goes to speak of a wider spiritual principle that on earth um, for thousands of years we have been as a collective constantly disempowered. And so how do we expect after thousands of years, because you can just because you weren't in this body consciously alive for thousands of years doesn't mean that you don't carry over the karma of intergenerate, you know, the generations don't carry the karma of the collective or not karma. That's the wrong word, but the narrative comes out as a dis dis identification with power. We can't identify with power. Um, Do you feel like you connect with your power? Um, I guess it's been a big theme in my life. Like, uh, finding that power back. Yeah, I guess it's a big part of my journey that I'm still finding out how to like take that power back and reconnect with my power, you know? Mm. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I even like rejected having power. Like I didn't want to have, I guess the responsibility. And so I just gave my power away completely, you know? Mm. I think that's really true. A lot of people do that because with power comes expectations and responsibility. And for someone who works with anxiety, it's terrifying to have for anyone to have a sort of expectation on you. Absolutely terrifying. Oh, that's what I've always found. I just cannot deal with like people having expectations with me, especially when I was younger and I used to have more panic attacks and I would like not go places because I just would freak myself out so, so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, Oh, don't, don't expect me to be there. <laughs> expect me to maybe <laughs> not be there. Um, it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing. And I think that, power is really important. And even personally, I deal with like whenever I do clearing or healing, cause I do a lot of body work on myself. Um, I always get a little bit scared or like I have a lot of shit that kind of sits in my sacral because in so many lives being disconnected from your power, it makes an impact on kind of who you become. And it's about overcoming that in this life, honestly, getting rid of that shit because I don't need it. Yeah, sacral chakra, root chakra, I guess the three first chakras have been really blocked for a long time for me. And I've just started to like, especially with our sacral, it's also our bodies and um, connecting to our bodies, connecting to, well, yeah, our power too, our creativity. Sexuality, power, Um, creativity, everything. Exactly, yeah. It's a really, really important chakra. And I think sometimes people go all out on trying to open the third eye and open the crown. But if you want to be psychic, concentrate on the root, like concentrate on the sacral, the root. That's if you're not grounded, you can't receive things well. If you're grounded, you can receive things a lot better. Yeah. You know, now that I think of it, I remember that right before I had like my manic attack, Mm-hmm. not attack manic episode <laughs> it's okay I um, got what you meant uh, yeah I I was like starting I remember I wrote in a diary like in a journal like um I feel like I'm starting to connect with something bigger like with the universe but I was still like very disconnected from the whole world oh. like from humans <laughs> I guess um and I remember I was focusing a lot on like I wanted to work my third eye chakra but I didn't have like my root chakra uh, open or stable or whatever. So my manic episode was very much like, I remember I went with this friend who um, she did some sort of like intuitive healing. And I was right in like in the middle of that like manic episode. And she told me like, um, I couldn't finish the session because I got like, I was about to throw up. I was Mm. so nauseated. And she said, your third eye is like burst open, but like completely out of control. And so that's the thing. If you have like your upper chakras open, but you don't have that root, you don't have that anchor. You know, I was very connected to my third eye. So I did perceive lots of like, I suddenly just knew stuff and I could see lots of like signs and patterns and I was very psychic, but I was also so ungrounded and so like um, just not in this dimension, not in this reality. I was like, so that's why it's also so important to focus on that, working that root chakra. It's your anchor. It's your connection to this earth, you know? Mm. And 
also like I think that just kind of really illustrates the need to like both kind of support and uphold and look after your human while also remembering and being that spiritual being because we are having a human experience. We're a spiritual being having a human experience as the beautiful saying goes. And it's really important for us to respect that rather than just trying to completely disidentify with it and just go, I'm psychic. Like, yeah, I was, I was completely disconnected from like my, I, I forgot I had a body, you know, like I was completely out of touch with my own humanness and body. I was just constantly here in my head, in my own, like, I guess, you know, now that I think of it, I was very connected to spirit when I was a kid, when I was younger. And um, I've always had like full conversations in my head. And I always like, just till recently, I started to connect the dots of like, it wasn't just like me talking to myself. I was like really having conversations to the point where I made facial expressions. And then I was like, is someone watching me? (laughs) Because I was like, not, I was just talking in my head and I started making like facial expressions responding to what I was hearing in my head, you know, just till recently, I've started to like reconnect with my body, my humanness, my um, connecting to earth as well. You know, like I was completely just living in my head. I wasn't here, you know? So yeah. And that also causes anxiety being disconnected to your body. So it Mm -hmm. just, yeah, I was just completely uh, trapped in my own mind constantly, you know, which is the importance of like, meditation and being in your body and being present like when you're in your mind you're not in the present moment (laughs) one thing I always really love about you is um your language you and I don't mean Spanish (laughs) I mean that you you write and (laughs) the way that you interpret things I love Spanish too don't get me wrong um but like (laughs) the way that you write things and the way that you interpret um spirit and the tarot What's your journey like been like with tarot and with um, writing, et cetera? I guess I've had a very like intuitive approach to it where, well, I guess when I just started um, with the tarot, I was more concerned with like, what is the right way of doing this or what is the right, like, uh, you know, theory or whatever. Um, I was also very concerned with being more like technical because I was still kind of scared of being like this is just my intuition and like being more open about it and I was trying to almost like be more of a I guess I was more of a perfectionist with wanting to like this is the meaning of this card and this is what it means (laughs) yeah also I think I haven't like I don't really connect or I don't like focusing a lot on like well I don't know if this is related but like um, connecting to yeah (laughs) um to like more predictive tarot or um, I guess I just focus, like once I really started connecting more with my intuition, I was able to like let go of what is the right way of interpreting this because there's really no right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. There is, there is this theory, there is this space that you need to understand lots of the symbolism if you really want to like get into the tarot, but ultimately it's, you it's an intuitive practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you say this or someone said this recently? Like it's 
spirituality is more an intuitive practice, not an intellectual one. Yeah. I and think that was I feel um, that, Rebel Flower. She said that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I love her. She's one of my faves, Nyla. Yeah. And because I've found that sometimes we'll go more into the intellectual oh, side yeah. of it, almost like looking for, like, I want to validate this. So like, this is the proof. This is a theory. This is, uh, I, I, I learned this in this book instead of like, uh, you know, I just felt this. I just intuitively I just know, know it. Just, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, I've also like, that's a part of what I've been getting more in touch with, like identifying my clairs and like in readings, especially like when I recently, when, I mean, when I just started, I would focus more on interpreting the cards and now I'll focus more on relying on like my clairs, which I don't think I have one, uh, that I focus more on particularly. You do all of them. Yeah, like I'll, it depends on who I'm working with or stuff like that. Sometimes I'll get very strong clairsentience, which was something that took me a while to realize that I was feeling what the other person was feeling and not like it wasn't my anxiety. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I guess I've also just my way of writing like I, I've also like just recently started to connect more with my writing because when I was younger, I used to say that I wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of disconnected from that. And now that I've started to like reconnect to it, I mix like writing with my interpretation. So I'll find almost like um, poetic or symbolic ways of explaining like what I'm interpreting or like I'll use metaphors or I'll use mm. I have a mercury a Pisces mercury so that also has to do creative with yeah creative uh, yeah um <laughs> and it would also mean that you write with your heart which I that's what I um whenever I read anything that you write I always think that she's writing with her heart and I think that's really what writing is meant to be you know um the last thing I did want to um just quickly ask and talk to you about is you've kind of gone on to TikTok a little bit more, haven't you? I've seen you a bit more. I did get onto TikTok. I haven't really, um, you know, done a lot there except for a few quick readings, but I've had a big response to them. I know. And I guess that kind of scared me. (laughs) I guess that kind of like scared me. And I was like, okay. but yeah, it's, it's so weird. It was like, I just uploaded the most, like just a simple reading, just a quick, it's just like a minute long. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got a lot of response, especially like I started doing readings in Spanish there and that's where I got the most like response. Um, but yeah, I guess I've kind of avoided it because of my own, anxiety and like yeah. I'm scared that it's grown so fast it's grown um, so fast. but I yeah but That's I awesome. will um I I do want to get more into it like record more for um for TikTok yeah yeah because I feel like um, <laughs> it's a whole different world it TikTok. is yeah what do you think of Instagram versus TikTok as a platform, is it something that you are going to prefer to go into or do you like Instagram? Do you prefer Instagram? I've gotten really comfortable with Instagram and I think I like it a lot more because I get to write and because um, 
I also, it's been a challenge with, with, with TikTok to like, um, get to say the whole message in like a minute because I'm, I have this tendency to like chatty bitches. Yeah. Or like sometimes I'll over explain things or like go over the same idea, say it in different ways or like, yeah, I just like, I guess, um, having a bit more freedom with Mm -hmm. like time. Um, so it's been a challenge in that sense, but then because of how fast it suddenly grew, um, Mm -hmm. I do want to get more into it, but not just, I guess more as a side thing, not so much like I I've gotten, I guess I've gotten really comfortable with Instagram. Yeah. Um, so for now, what I was thinking about was starting maybe a YouTube channel or something Mm. like that, or like a Patreon. I still don't know. I am going, I'm going down the Patreon track as well. It's (laughs) (laughs) okay. I just want to ask you where we can find, um, I'll obviously include your details below, but do you have a website or is it just Instagram mainly? For now it's just Instagram. I do think, uh, moving forward, I will have to like start either a website or something, but for now it's just, uh, Instagram. It's at Mary dot mystica. Um, yeah, you can find me there. I, um, offer readings (laughs) and all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. And I will put all of that information below so you can go for it, follow Mariamna and just, you know, yeah, just vibe with her. She's beautiful. I guess I'm in kind of a, I do want to say like, I'm in some sort of like transitional period in my work and my page and everything. So there will definitely be lots of changes, but for now, like, I, yeah, I just share content there and offer readings through Instagram. So yeah, you can find me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so, so, so much for being here. I really appreciate your presence and it's a real honor. Thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you so, and, so much. It was so no, fun. I'm glad. And, and thank you everyone for being here and I'll see you guys next time.